Cheryl back with another dynamic episode of the Shades of Strong podcast where we're doing our part to support Black women in freeing themselves from the burden of being strong by creating safe and sacred spaces for them to uncape, unmask, and unhide so that they can be whatever shade or strong that feels right for them. If this is your first time tuning in, thanks for allowing me into the sacred space that is your life. And if you've been here for a while, welcome back, sis. Thank you so much for letting me hang out with you while you try to work while you do your cleaning, or while you're just being. I am so appreciative to be sharing space with you. I have another powerful, unapologetic, I dance to the beat of my own strong, breathtakingly beautiful Black woman in the virtual studio with me today, and she just happens to be one of my closest friends. Hey, Charles, how are you? I'm doing well, my love. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. What I would like to do right now is just give you a moment to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, what sets your soul on fire. Sure. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I am an online entrepreneur, and I coach women in business, supporting them in launching their courses and coaching programs. I really help them to refine the messaging, also refine what they're saying about the program, what they are going to be doing in terms of strategies and action plans, and also ensuring that in the midst of all of that, very detail-oriented and strategic planning, we take care of them. We ensure that this launch, this marketing campaign feels beautiful to them, feels lush, feels luxurious, feels however they intend for it to feel. I've been doing this kind of work for six going on seven years now, and I mean, I love it. I really deeply I'm honored to be able to help people get their impact, their message, and really create opportunities for other people to be blessed by their own transformation, by their message, by their expertise. And yeah. I can tell you from personal experience, she does it well. Her program is different from anything I've seen in the online space because priority for her and her clients is let's protect your energy. Let's make sure you're taking care of yourself while you are going through this launch. And it's an amazing an experience. She's definitely good at what she does. And I don't say that because I'm her friend. I say it because it's true. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, y'all, back to the show. This season is all about shining a light on Black women who are daring to do life different. Black women who are daring to do strong differently, who make a conscious effort to give up that life of caping, masking, and hiding in exchange for a life of playing ease. We are doing that by way of our My Strong Is campaign. And side note, if you're listening and you want to be a part of the campaign or you want more information about it, you can find that on our website at shadesofstrong.com. You can also tell us what your strong is by hitting us up on your favorite social media platform using the hashtag my strong is and shades of strong Chelsea, i want to start the conversation by asking you to repeat and complete the statement my strong is my strong is steady present and free 
I'm intrigued. So let's kind of break that down a bit, piece by piece, mm-hmm. brick by brick, starting with steady. What does that look like for you? What does present and free look like and feel like for you in your everyday life? Yeah, steady for me feels like not being tossed around by the events and scenarios and people and <laughs> my own personal triggers that just happen in day-to-day life because we wake up every morning with God's grace and we feel one moment, right? And then who knows what's going to happen in the next 60 seconds and who knows what is going to trigger within us and who knows who's going to do it. Life is so unpredictable in its routine sometimes. (laughs) You just can end up in a position where you are consistently triggered and that triggering is something that you don't process and release, but you hang on to and you you sit in and then another trigger comes up and the same thing happens. And like people who you never plan to interact with today or never expected to talk to, never expected to see, they show up and that causes something else. And then scenarios that you didn't plan for also show up. Like, I don't know, your car dies, your parents <laughs> eat your food in my case because I, I still live with my family and I have to support my family but like and they this you know for whatever reason maybe they eat something that I wanted to eat like the last right mango of the bunch little things little things and big things and it can just take you all over the place emotionally you can be everywhere in one day And I think I came to a realization that I don't have to follow every trigger, every scenario. I don't have to sit in those things. I can let it happen, process and release it and move on and actually allow myself to be the one who is responsible for my own emotional well-being and my own emotional landscape. You cannot affect me unless I allow you to, right? And there there might be something in me that has triggered me, right? Fine. But how long that trigger exists is up to me. I get to decide that. I get to own that. And, you know, sometimes things can take longer than other things to release, to let go of. But just being so aware that, I don't have to be on this emotional roller coaster that is life. And I get to decide what I let sit in my space and what I embrace. And that that power, that ownership to me is huge. That's what steady means for me. It means that kind of power, that kind of ownership, that kind of I choose where I go and I choose what my emotional landscape looks like. And to me, that's strength. That strength is grounded and very clear and immovable and I I admire that in other people and I aspire to that for myself I love that you brought up that part about triggers because at the end of the day life happens it listen every day it happens listen depending on the kind of life you live in life be happening every 30 seconds for you like seriously Life is out here life and sometimes (laughs) super hard super hard we just talking about your personal life. Let's not even talk about world news and world events. Come on. It's super sad in the world right now. But yeah. that's a whole other episode. So what does being present and free look like for you? Present is the, it's the awareness piece of that steadiness. 
it's like, okay, I am triggered or, okay, I feel a certain way or, okay, I am leaning towards this kind of response. And I might not analyze it in the moment, but being very connected to being so connected to myself that I know it's there, right? That I know it's happening. I might not process it in that moment, but just being aware that, oh, this is how I'm feeling. This is my energetic capacity right now. This is what I feel like I'm needing right now. That kind of in the moment awareness is also like super important to me because it's only when you're aware of something that you're able to actually process it <laughs> and move through it exactly. and get back to that like that that steady place that I'm choosing for myself and so for me that that presence is uh, that awareness and it's also I think for me space to be aware I remember there was a time in my life where I would literally just sit in my living room and just stare outside and just allow my thoughts to come and go and this was at like 10 o'clock at night there was slight breeze blowing and everything's dark and I didn't have on any lights and we have some palm trees in the front of our yard so I was watching the leaves move and it's just like space to be is, I think, a part of that awareness as well. And also a part of em- just embodiment in general, like being in your own skin and a- allowing space for yourself to know that you are in your own skin. Because sometimes, as we said, life be life in, you get so busy trying to respond to life life in that you don't have space to be in your own skin, to just embody who you are right now in this moment. And that presence is really important for me. That awareness and that being in your own skin embodiment is also is really important for me. And then the freedom that I'm talking about is the feeling that comes from both of those things. Is the freedom, is, is that feeling that comes from being the person who chooses, being the person in their power and being the person who makes space for that embodiment. That's freeing to me. To be living in that space. And listen, y'all, I'm not saying that I've achieved this. I'm just saying that this is what I aspire to on a day-to-day basis. This is the woman that I am becoming. These are the rhythms of life that I am intentionally cultivating. I might not get it every time, but I might get it sometime. And gradually over time, it becomes more and more of a habit. It becomes more of a lifestyle. It becomes more of who I am. So... Yeah, that steadiness and that presence, man, that's freeing. That just feels so light. That feels like I am a flag in the wind without a flagpole, just being blown all over the place and just enjoying it and frolicking and like, like playing in the sunlight and like, it's the, it just feels free. I know you say you haven't arrived, but is it safe to say that this hasn't always been your story? Like when we talked before, you mentioned people pleasing was your jam. I dance to the beat of everybody else's drum. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) So in that people pleasing space, how does being steady, present and free bring you out of that people pleasing space? How are you doing life differently so that you don't find yourself in a people-pleasing space as often because like you said we are continuing to arrive and I don't think Mm -hmm. we ever arrive so how Mm -hmm. do you keep from ending up in that space using these three things I think so for all of y'all chronic people-pleasers out there you know (laughs) 
when somebody makes an ask that is outside of your boundaries, the trigger happens immediately, right? You feel it in your body. You feel it in your emotions. It's just uncomfortable. It's this, it's this tension between I should do this, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I really, actually that should is a lie, but I don't want them to be mad at me. I don't want them to reject me. I don't want them to abandon me. I want them to like me. I want them to appreciate me. So I should, right? And so I think that steadiness and that presence, first of all, the presence comes into play because I immediately recognize, oh, I'm about to be people pleasing. When you say I don't want to do it in your head, you already know that's where you go. The statement I don't want to do it implies that you are already committed to doing it. Exactly. (laughs) I'm already going to do the same, but I don't want to. Right. That's that's the unspoken side of it. And so like the, the presence, I think, comes into play for me because I immediately know, oh, crap, I am on my way rolling down this people pleasing hill yet again. And then in that moment, I get to decide, am I going to allow myself to roll down that hill? Mm-hmm. That choice in that moment might be a legitimate choice which I know sounds shocking, but here's why. The people pleasing might be legitimate because I I know I'm making the choice to do it, Mm -hmm. which so very often I think we run on autopilot and don't make the intentional choices that are ours to make. So in that moment, I might decide, okay, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. And that was my choice. And now my response in terms of steadiness is... uh, releasing the 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 fear of whatever that person's response will be mm-hmm. and that release is not a one-time release by the way it's a continual release because like hello <laughs> you don't just release it and it goes away and then on the other side of that I can be like you know what no I'm not gonna people please in this moment I'm not gonna do what this person asked I'm gonna tell them no and that becomes a moment of discomfort So then I get to process that discomfort and release it and return to that steadiness, return to that moment of, okay, I understand where this is coming from and I don't have to carry it around anymore. So again, I want to, I'm trying to emphasize this. This is not like a one minute process. This is not a 30 minute process. This is not this is a journey. It's a journey. It's 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 continual, and you get better and better at it. I think, sure, what I'm really describing here is the process of surrender, mm-hmm. and you you get better and better at surrendering. Like surrender is not something that we naturally have learned how to do. We've learned how to fight. Mm-hmm. We've learned how to hold on. We've learned how to push through. We've learned all of these other things, except for surrender. Mm. yeah I think like that that kind of recognizing it choosing to respond to it processing the way I respond to it and then releasing that process is how I I like use using my strong (laughs) for want of a better word really kind of enables me to move through that move through that process because the presence is the awareness the steadiness is what I return to and when I can continually create a rhythm of doing that for myself 
that's when the freedom starts to open up. Mm. That's when I start to feel so in my body and so in my heart, so aware of myself, so immovable, right? That even when I am moved, I have the ultimate confidence and self-trust to come back to that immovability, to come back to that steadiness. So yeah, that, that's kind of how that works for me personally. Okay, so was there a moment in your life, because you know, you 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 often go to this space of pe- people pleasing, but now you are making a transition to the steadiness, the 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 peace and the freedom. I mean, a presence and, and a freedom. So was there a time in your life where you looked at your life and you said, you know what, I cannot reside in this people-pleasing life. So like, what was the trigger for you where you decided I needed more and I needed different? Um, Honestly, it was, I, I'm not even sure to be completely honest what it was. I think it probably had... I think this 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 place that I'm in right now has evolved over multiple experiences and usually coming out of processing relational disappointment and relational re- like rejection people who I expected to be safe spaces for me not being safe spaces and how I ended up giving up so much of myself to try to preserve that safe space when they were all like, yo, peace, I'm out. Or I actually don't really care about making this a safe space for you. And I'm just going to be here and do whatever the hell I want because I don't care about like you in this relationship. So I think multiple moments of that for me kind of led to me realizing like realizing the people pleasing right yeah (laughs) kind of realizing oh this is what I do and then uh, I think the the like becoming aware was the beginning of that presence and maybe maybe 2020 was when I really realized how steady I could be you know when I really started to tap into that power for my like reclaim that power for myself because I'd I'd become aware of the people pleasing, but I hadn't made space to do differently. And so I think in 2020, when the world was blowing up, right? Right. (laughs) Still kind of is. Still kind of (laughs) is. But when when all of that started in March of 2020, I think I just went on a journey of rediscovering myself and rediscovering my own worth and capability and see myself as God sees me, which kind of helps me realize, oh, this is fully in my control. Because you get to choose. I get to choose. And that's what I didn't realize, Cheryl. And I think so many, like I was saying earlier, so many of us live on autopilot, not realizing that we get to choose. Mm -hmm. And so like just reconnecting with that power Mm-hmm. that I have been given by God each of us has been given that power that ownership that choice and so just reconnecting with that in that time of rediscovering myself understanding how I related to people how I related to the world I think that's kind of how that unfolded for me I find 
not just in, in my personal life, but in the lives of, of all the women that I've talked to, there's always a moment where I think something clicks and you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I don't want to do life that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. And I think it is when we, we come back into the, to this awareness that we have the power to choose and we don't mm-hmm. have to, we don't have to put the needs and the wants and the desires of other people above what we need and what we want. Like we don't mm-hmm. have to put ourselves on the back burner to be in relationship with people. And I am, you know, that's any type of relationship, whether it be personal relationship, familial or romantic relationship. We don't have to put ourselves on the back burner to be in relationship with anyone else. And if we find ourselves doing that, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> Seriously, we have a problem. It's time to do life differently. And yeah. so I'm sorry, were you going to say something? No, I, no, go on. Okay, I don't know what I was going to say, say either, girl. <laughs> okay, well, moving right along. So, being steady, being present, and being free. Like I mentioned earlier, this season is all about ditching the cape, the mask, and no longer hiding, but really creating a life of ease for ourselves, which spills over into the lives of those that we surround ourselves with. So how are you creating life and, I'm sorry, play and ease in your life using what your strong is? How does that help you create play and ease in your life? I think that that presence really helps me to be aware of when I am especially in need of play and ease. <laughs> Sometimes that need is very high on the total pole. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I also think that steadiness really allows me to create more space for it. Mm-hmm. So, something that I have started to do for myself on a daily basis is just move, mm-hmm. just dance. Okay. Dance, like praise dance at church, and I've trained to be a dancer in I wouldn't say professionally but as a hobby but just like doing that for myself and I love it I enjoy it so much and for me that's one of the highest moments of play and ease in my life is those moments where I create that space for myself to just move and just be with myself just recognizing when it when it really needs to happen but also integrating it fully on a day-to-day basis in my life steadiness allows for that and actually I think it's the I think it's the freedom that allows for that because the the steadiness and the presence creates that freedom and that freedom just makes me want like it creates space for me to be more of myself and if you know me you know I'm a very childlike person and children love to play y'all children love to play if you talk to a child, they don't want to learn nothing. They don't want to read and They just want to play all day. Yes, we have to trick them into learning by adding play. Absolutely. We got to make learning a game or something because kids out here are not trying to learn like all the time. And so I like that freedom creates space for me to be more of myself. And more of myself is actually playing ease naturally. Like more of myself is naps. More of myself is slow, slow living. More of myself is talking to myself and cracking up about jokes that nobody else would find funny. (laughs) (laughs) Like that stuff is playing ease for me. And that freedom allows me to tap into myself and be more of myself 
Mm-hmm. And so play and ease naturally comes about. And it's kind of a cycle where like that play and ease allows for me to be steady and allows for me to be present, which creates that freedom, which opens up space for me to experience play and ease even more, which cycles itself over and over again. Uh, would you say you have a healthy balance of play and ease and just regular life happening? Is it balanced or does it even need to be balanced? Ooh, does it need to be balanced? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a great question. For me, I think my life is richer when there is more play and ease. And so I don't know that it needs to be, I don't know if balanced is the right word because for me, I can inject play and ease into, I'm realizing, I'm finding that play and ease can come into anything like the other day I was what was I doing I think I was like writing an email either for myself or a client and I was like I don't want to do this right now but it does need to get done Ooh, how can I make this fun (laughs) I started to like figure out how to make it enjoyable and all of a sudden I was having fun writing the email that I didn't even want to write a few minutes ago and so I am, I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't actually say that, like, I have a regular rhythm of play and ease yet. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that I'm just now beginning to establish mm-hmm. as I'm realizing more and more that, oh, this is kind of who I want to be. This is what I want to embody. This is like how I want to live. And so, and I really feel like the steadiness and the presence that I've cultivated from 2020 up until now is just now like really opening up freedom for me so like y'all two years in process Mm. is now opening up that freedom for me in in a significant way yeah that's allowing me to tap into that play and ease even more that's allowing me to just be more of myself which is like who I am is playful is easeful so yeah what would a full day of play look like for you? Like if you could just have a full day to just play, (laughs) what would that look like? Like paint us a really vivid picture of what that would look like. (laughs) Sure, I have never considered this question before. So look at at me. Look at you asking like all the deep and meaningful questions. (laughs) Go ahead, Shirley. Um, I think it would look like an intimate circle of people Mm -hmm. I think it would look like really basic ridiculous activities like face painting and manicures but bad manicures you know you're just like playing with the nail polish (laughs) you know like a kid (laughs) yeah I feel that I'm gonna do a design on my nails, but it came out ugly. But I don't care. I'm walking around like that. I'm the hottest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> making food, making good food. Mm-hmm. In the middle of making that food, making a mess, and then maybe like a dance party to clean it up. You know, like that kind of stuff. Small group, but just doing the most ridiculous activities and enjoying it. Like it doesn't have to look perfect. Right. doesn't have to sound good it just has to be flowing out of you in the most joyful way possible that's Ooh, it I love that. Ooh, 
<laughs> well, I'm over here like yes like the imperfection of it all like yes. that really yes. pulls me in because we spend so much time trying to get everything get right perfect. in our lives and, and it's and never society, gonna happen society demands that of us mm-hmm. so so like can yes. we just have some space mm-hmm. to just have fun and not have it look perfect. Jeez. Exactly. If my wig is falling off, let it fall off. Let it fall off, girl. <laughs> yes. It- yes. yes. <laughs> Chels, this has been so good. Girl, I just, like, I want to play in your world a little bit. Listen, <laughs> dude, I got to create this play date now because I want it. <laughs> yes. Like, I am going to create some virtual play dates and we're going to have details about all of that coming up soon but yeah girl like I just like I'm like I'm really in this this place in my life where I just want like I don't just want to play but I want a lot of play mm-hmm. in my life I want more play than work mm-hmm. I just want I just want to play like I do I want to go back to the days of old girl when you know yes. life was uncomplicated and I want to be girl, there pop scotch yeah <laughs> kickball dodgeball like all the things like yes yes i want to do all those things. Like, the simplicity of it the simple yes. fun of it mm-hmm. is i think so it grounds us in so many ways mm-hmm. you know like yes absolutely absolutely yes 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 okay girl look i love this like i was saying like this is this has been like really really good and I really appreciate you saying yes, because I know you were reluctant in the beginning because you was like, girl, I don't live in that space anymore. No, sis. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And you know, sometimes too, like you, you need to hear yourself say certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think this was that for me. This was super yeah. useful. So I hope, I hope all y'all got something from it. Oh, we're inspired yes. to, to play, to be, create ease in your life too. Yes, absolutely. Think about what your strong is. Before we wrap it up. Sum it up for us. What is the don't leave here without a message that you want our listeners to take from this conversation today? Don't leave without making a decision to own your power. That's where it starts. I think I think that's where it starts. Recognizing you have a choice. You wake up every day with choice. You don't have to eat what you're eating for breakfast. You don't have to wear what you're wearing <laughs> to work. You know, you don't have to do anything. You have options. Mm-hmm. There are possibilities before you. And really recognizing that and embracing it and starting to make choices for yourself, even if they're small, right? Like you're in a corporate environment. I'm not telling you to go dress and drag and go right. to work. Be reasonable. <laughs> but in small ways, reclaiming your choice, reclaiming that power for yourself, even if it's just internally, like I was talking about earlier, right? Like when you are triggered, realizing, oh, I don't have to hold on to this. If somebody, if somebody makes you upset, I don't have to be upset the whole day. Right. I can release this and move on and have the best day ever, right? Like, Owning and recognizing and reclaiming that power of choice for yourself is huge. And it opens up so much for you. I think that's where so much of it begins. Yes. Reclaim your power, sis. That's it. And that's all. (laughs) Okay. Kind of, sort of, but not really. Advice you would give to Team Chelsea. 
you are beloved, sweetheart. You belong. You are beloved. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't feel like it. But trust me, you have a place and it is yours. Yeah, because Teen Chelsea didn't know that. So. Oh, I love that. Hey, now that's it and that's all. Yeah, we're going to get ready to wrap it up. But where can listeners connect with you? Do you have any events coming up or resources that you think might be beneficial to them? The best place to connect with me and find out what I'm up to is on Instagram. So at the launch copy coach is where you can find me. All of my deets are there, how I work with people, the stuff I share. It's all there. Okay, cool. Thanks. And I'll leave a link to her Instagram in the show notes of this episode. So just click it and get at my girl. Because I told y'all she got shit somewhere. Yes, get at my girl. All right, guys, that's it for today's show. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for inviting us into your space. As I mentioned earlier, hit us up on your favorite social media platform. We are Shades of Strong everywhere. Let us know what your strong is. And be sure to use the hashtag my strong is and the hashtag Shades of Strong. All right, we out of here. Say goodbye, Chelsea. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs>